Support for Accounting for Your Thoughts podcast is brought to you by Manscaped, who is the best in men's below-the-waist grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. They obsess over their technology developments to provide you the best tools for your grooming experience. Kenny, guess what? What's up, dude? I made an OnlyFans account. It's freaking amazing. I do this like five dollars a month thing, dude. Everybody's okay, looking for my content. First of all, first of all, taking little pictures. I, I know of how much it costs. I know how much it costs because I subscribe to it myself. But that's neither here nor there. Now, I want to let you know that contract you signed on episode one hundred clearly stipulates that I'm entitled to ninety nine point nine percent of the profits you make off of third party uh, platforms such as Twitch, such as OnlyFans, such 99%. as Manscaped ads. Ninety nine point nine percent. Whoa. No. So am I, I getting I my, my cut? No, you're not getting your cut. I'm keeping then my money. Then you're clearly okay? in breach of contract, country. and I don't care how talented you are. Much like Zelina Vega, I'm going to have to let you go. This is absolute horse bucking. It's, it's okay, though. Dude, it's okay. I hear TNA is hiring, so. Hey, yo, it's showtime. Here we go. Buckle up. Mask up. Ray Mysterio. Yeah. Mr. McMahon, the stereo. I'ma set the stipulation and scenario. Force count everywhere. George drive everywhere. Hit you with a finisher from out of nowhere. Eyes all white with the cold stare. You know I had to go there. Hell yeah, the flow so real. Pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. You ain't really ready for the boss. No pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. Shooting star deadly off the porch. No pennies in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. The most electrifying, steady with the source. Not a penny in my shorts, just a Kenny for your thoughts. Yeah, just a Kenny for your thoughts. What? The Kenny for your thoughts podcast. Brandon, do you want to tell everybody what you did uh, in terms of fashion right before we went on air? By the way, thanks, thanks for catching the. Uh, the chat's already saying like, "Oh, TNA Kurt Angle joke." Thanks for catching that that joke, <laughs> Brandon. Brandon didn't know where that came from. No. Uh, yeah, I didn't realize I had on a green shirt. When I sat Brandon down. comes on with a green shirt, like literally, like a minute before we have to go on air, uh, and I'm looking at this guy like, "Are you fucking serious right now?" You're wearing a green shirt on a green screen. <laughs> and it's not like it's just me that has a green screen and maybe Brandon has a blue screen. No, Brandon has a green screen and he sat his stupid ass down <laughs> on the green shirt and thought no one would notice. His I could see through him worse than Vince Russo's I could see through him worse than Vince Russo's storylines. Wow. Hater over here. Hater kitty. Uh, Why are people texting me that they want more wine? I have friends literally saying I want more wine as a text. Yeah, yes, seriously, Hollis. Yes, seriously, he came on here. I I was like, and literally all you could see was a vest and a head. (laughs) (laughs) Because the rest of him was was all green. Oh, man. And look, shout out to Kyle Masters. You know, a Brandon for your thoughts podcast is absolutely right. That's Uh, what this is. Kyle but needs like, to look maybe in Canada. It's a brand new uh, thought, but that's only because I'm not allowed to en- enter Canada for reasons uh, that I don't want to talk about, you know. Uh, but you know. Well, look, you know what? <laughs> you could see more of the trap though when I did have my uh, green shirt on. So uh, we're at the trap right now. We're we're at Tropicana Field, much like that's WWB. Right. But I got to shout out this comment from Miguel. Uh, on, on Instagram, because I don't know why he said that, but and maybe you'll explain to me. But he goes looking like a member of the hybrid too. <laughs> like what have, I, what, what have I done to deserve this comment? Do I look like an El Helco? 
We just do the dance. Dance. You know who that song? You know who made that song? Actually, that that um hybrid two song, Mikey Ruckus. And if you want to hear us interview Mikey Ruckus, go to YouTube.com/slash Kenny for your thoughts, and you can see with over three thousand views that interview with Mikey Ruckus. That's pretty fire, man. People were liking that one. Uh, yeah, that that one actually uh, did had really good traction. Uh, unlike Brandon's shirt before he came <laughs> on air. <laughs> Look, I fixed it. All right, now I'm all grayed out. Now we can see. Now he's all grayed out. He's matching me. I'm wearing gray. I'm wearing a WrestleMania 33 shirt. Wow, damn yeah. the Orlando, bro. About we went to that one. Yeah, that's the one we went to. Not only was that drove... the wait, wait. Not only was that the one we went to. My daughter was born two days before that. That's right. That yeah. was a crazy weekend. Crazy, you know, crazy I had, weekend. Uh, I had the don't mud. have sex kids yeah no man i can't it's pregnant dude i was uh i was i was definitely ill man when we went to that i had like i had like a stomach flu or something no you weren't yeah bro i'm telling you i was like you're talking about 32 first of all no no <laughs> in orlando i tried to hold it it sucked too because i drove to your house wait wait, wait. We no 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 no, no 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 wait 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 a damn second this is this yeah. is what so you had the hershey squirts that weekend you didn't want Dude, to tell I me had the and two no no squirts, no this is what it really so irritates bad. me about listening to this story me and our, our other friend that was here uh literally lifted you up on our shoulders with your ass <laughs> sitting <laughs> I know, bro. It was brutal. So now hey, I thought we were gonna. <laughs> I, I was. I think I was wearing this shirt. I'm, I'm have to wash this shirt a couple more times. Man. Shit. Dude, I thought we were gonna leave as soon as I got to your house. When I got there, and then we sat and, and we were chilling out in your living room, and we were talking about the baby and stuff. And I was like, my stomach was killing me, bro. It was so bad. Why don't you like say things like this though? At least so we can accommodate know, you. It's just. Yeah, like, like, just, like, so that we could, uh, like, like, man, Brandon, like, years later, you always hear something like, yeah, man, I, I, uh, I got my penis caught in a car door that weekend, and, uh, you know, it's black and blue, and, uh, like and I'm like, time, wait, what, what are you talking about? He's like, yeah, man, it's really rough, you know? Like, <laughs> and then we had that long-ass drive, and then we had to park, mean, two which hours. Trevor, and, yeah, but. Oh, you want to tell them about, you want to tell them what you did to me? Uh, yeah, that was part of the reason why I spilled the water on your pants. I was all, like, loopy, because my stomach. So, yeah, so to recap, bad. to recap at WrestleMania Liquid. 32, which, okay, at WrestleMania 32, another friend, uh, we'll call him Mitch. Mitch was there, and Mitch was saying, Mitch, long story short, he messed up, and then he was like, oh, I'm gonna make it up to you, let me go buy you some soda. So he went and bought some soda, and then he takes a tumble, like Scarlett takes a tumble, together, and then he just goes ba- ass backwards. You know what I'm talking about? Do you know what I'm talking uh-huh. about? Scarlett takes a tumble? For, forget it, Brandon. But anyway, he goes and he tumbles and he hits the bleachers to the point where the upper sections are here, this stud. And so I go to grab a soda that hadn't fallen, but instead he hands me, he's like, no, that's not your soda. This is your soda. Hands me a soda that had gone flying. So I open it and it just squirts everywhere. It was like watching Vince McMahon take a, you're friends with Lars Sullivan. What in the blue (laughs) hell is this? But... It just squirts everywhere, kind of like Mr. McMahon taking the beer bath from uh, Stone Cold, and it goes bluntly up my ass crack, and my yeah. ass cheeks are stuck together with soda for the rest of Mania, <laughs> for the rest of Mania oh, yeah. 32, and it was horrible, right? And I'm pissed off at him, and when we walked back, I said, you know, I'm kind of a dick, let's be honest. When we got back to the hotel room, I said, nobody's taking a damn shower, I'm taking a shower first, fuck you all, like, you know, that sort of thing. I walked in, stormed in, and did that. Fast forward a year later, we're on the way to WrestleMania 33, we're feeling good, we're feeling great, 
Except for me. Except for Brandon, apparently, who had the yeah. Hershey squirts. And the squirts. <laughs> Brandon is holding a thing of water and just we we were on a what do you call those things like the the ba- the, the bike bike and cart i guess so there's yeah. a guy biking us around and from the parking lot yeah, yeah and so he's biking us around i'm sitting next to brandon of course i'm sitting next to mr mr about to shit his pants i didn't even know but brandon <laughs> is holding his water and he topples it all over me onto my crotch and the god it, it it's if you were there you'd have laughed so hard because i go again <laughs> this shit again oh my god <laughs> I literally am like, and I'm like, I'm being dramatic, right? I'm like, can I be in a fucking WrestleMania without having fucking liquid up my ass? Like, I'm like you know, like, I'm just going off. And, and poor Brad's like, oh, I mean, I'm sorry. He's like trying to like dab my crotch. With, like, I'm like, don't touch me. Don't touch yeah. my dick, bro. What's wrong with you? I tried, man. But that's that's how much of a dedicated casual fan I am. I held in my squirts for hours. To make it to that event and spill and i tried to uh, try to take crotch. me down with you but try to That's take right. me down with you and then right. i think the good the only good part is that it was water and we were yeah. in freaking orlando florida where it was like 154 <laughs> degrees <laughs> you know by the got so by the, the time yeah by the time we yeah. got to the, the stadium and brandon bought his little roman reigns vest we uh <laughs> yeah it was all dry which by the way though, I, let me correct myself me and mitch bought him that uh, roman yeah. reigns no, vest right baby Freudian slip. He knows the truth. You're, your whole life is a Freudian slip. Okay, <laughs> don't tell me. Don't tell me I had a Freudian slip. Dude, spell it. Spell Freudian what? slip. Spell it. I bet you can't. F Freudian slip. <laughs> like our truth. This is conspiracy. C O N. Conspiracy. Oh, oh my man. god. Why is it so hot in my house right now? I'm actually wearing pants know. for the first time on the podcast. Fun fact, 102 episodes, I've never worn pants. Wow. Man. Look at this. If, if I had a profess- second camera, in fact, if I had a second camera, I could stream it to OnlyFans, <laughs> just the lower half of me. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah, man. Yeah, look, look, look at this. Look, Diego's correct. The road to WrestleMania is the Royal Rumble, Elimination Chamber, Kenny getting his ass wet, and then finally WrestleMania. That is that is the hard road to WrestleMania right there. <laughs> you paid your dues, man. You paid your dues. Asslemania for me. Asswetomania. <laughs> Somebody come up with something better. Moisture mania. <laughs> Moisture mania. Oh, <laughs> that just sounds disgusting. We're all moist, man. We're all having trouble with bodily fluids and all of it. I don't know. I've been drinking. I've been drinking, but if you if YouTube's asking. This is apple juice. <laughs> is that a thing? Do they uh, do they like dock case. you if you're just in case? Not worth it, you know. Not worth. Uh, yeah. Not worth us getting docked. Yeah, yeah no, no. I, yeah, I would never I dock with you, Brandon. Yeah, no, 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 no docking. <laughs> but speaking <laughs> of, uh, <laughs> I was gonna say, should we talk some wrestling, or like, yeah, should we yeah. actually talk wrestling now? <laughs> yeah, we gotta get into this stuff, man. You got bullet point there. You got notes. Yeah, those we gotta get through here. Let's talk about uh, uh, a couple weeks ago, not last week, but the the yeah, Kenny is lit. Yes, yes, he is. Uh, the following week, uh, AEW announced their video game. Uh, so <laughs> I'm excited because I finally have a choice. I don't have to play freaking WWE 2K all the time. <laughs> You're gonna miss the glitches though. Create, you know? create Kenny Omega <laughs> just to feel like yeah. some, I have some real wrestling. Just kidding, but 
I'm excited because like I mean I used to be the kind of fan that bought every single wrestling game I didn't really care I mean I if you you can't tell I love all wrestling in general so I was never biased towards one wrestling game versus another um I used to play WCW Thunder and Warzone WWF Warzone you know um so I'm excited to see this um I think it's got you know I have high hopes for it but let's talk about the WWE crowd shitting all over it and saying wow this looks terrible even though in really big it said you know, basically, it's a beta testing, and this is just, like, mm. preliminary stuff. But still, people shit on it. And then, you know, other, of course, you know, the way people are, they literally say, yo, like, that, that is true, though. Kenny Omega with the stitched chest. Uh, his chest looked really, like, really, really defined. Brandon's going to go Google search it right now. Yeah, I would. <laughs> you know how you'll find it? Uh, yeah, search uh, Kenny right Omega penis. You'll see it. Oh, wait, come on. Oh, yeah, look at this chest. Damn, Kenny Omega is looking cut. All right, so let's, let's talk. Like this a bit. Let's yeah. talk, though, Brandon. A lot of people were saying, I don't understand how people are letting this slide, but they didn't let WWE Battlegrounds slide. WWE Battlegrounds was like the same kind of thing and looked crappy and this and that. I said, mm. okay, there's a huge difference. And the way I said it was, there's a difference between me, Brandon falling down and stumbling on his feet and me saying, Brandon, learn a fucking walk, you asshole. And my daughter taking her first steps and saying, sweetheart, oh my god, you did so good. Do you see the huge difference? One's an ugly man and the other is a cute child. But, <laughs> wow. But no, in, in all seriousness, it's, it, is their, it is their first go around with the video game. You know what I mean? And people may say, well, this is Ukes and they've, you know, they've done the uh, old WWE games. Again. But, but at the same time, again, this, for all intents and purposes, is a new game. So we're giving it a chance. Just like if they scrapped the WWE 2K series and we, they started something new, we'd probably give it a chance. I get what people are trying to say about WWE Battlegrounds because it is a new, mm. it's a new concept by WWE. But the expectations are high because they've made other games already. That's all I'm saying. Brandon, what the fuck are you looking at? I'm looking at the pictures of Kenny Omega's chest. They're <laughs> amazing. You mean the video game chest, right? Yeah, the video game chest. Yes, of course. Sure. <laughs> Not his actual thing. Wait, are you picking this up? Yeah, like, of course. Wow, okay. No, so I'm saying, All but right. I mean, this will come out. What, and he what? wants to support. Yeah. This will come out in Kenny 21. Did you, did you hear that? <laughs> okay. but my, friend, okay. my, my friend said t next year is going to be your year. And I'm like, why? He goes, because it's Kenny 21, baby. And I was like, <laughs> I like that. He goes, you need to put that in a shirt. Hashtag Kenny 21. <laughs> my oh, ear, baby. But it's actually the friend who said that he wants more wine. But yeah, I'm just saying, like, give this thing a chance. I mean, just like an episode one of a podcast, it's going right. to be a lot crappier than episode 100. Well, m for most podcasts. Well, in, yeah, in, yeah. in our case, maybe they'll sound exactly <laughs> the same. Yeah, about the same. It's just, yeah, yeah, the audio quality is a little bit better. Yeah. But, you know, I mean, you know, my quality's gone up, but Brandon's you know, <laughs> lacking a little bit. But You know, I'm about consistency, man. I've been at a consistent Brandon, Brandon's level consistently a crappy this person. This whole time, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. So you're you're not you're not gonna get battlegrounds though. You're you're skipping battlegrounds. You're I just haven't. Go for the I haven't gotten battlegrounds yeah. to this day. Okay. It's just not my style. I don't like that like arcadey. It's like I didn't like WWE arcade. All Stars either, which was back in '09 oh, yeah. or so. So I didn't I didn't like that either. So um, it's nothing against anybody. It just it's just not my style. Like more of the sports aspect, not the arcadey stuff. Um, I actually like a happy medium. Like when they did the first SmackDown versus uh, SmackDown One and SmackDown Know Your Role, it was a little bit faster paced. I like that. Those, you know what I mean. But anyway, yeah. um, 
yeah man it's just like people are just shitting on it for no reason it's like just give it a chance just let it happen like we can shit on it when it comes out and it's horrible then we'll talk you know but for now they're so preliminary they'll fix kenny omega's chest don't worry about it <laughs> yeah there was no complaint about it oh man so hold on what is this about house shows being dead what are you, so, what are you getting at here so apparently wwe is kind of internally decided um that w that house shows are kind of archaic and they were already on the path of kind of reducing the number of house shows that they were doing and things like that but i think they're seeing in the COVID era obviously they haven't been able to run house shows they're starting to see how profitable everything is with just the tv shows that they're like why the fuck are we running house shows um it's almost like you know a dead medium at this point because i mean think about it like brandon i'll use you as an example Brandon, hey, uh, Christmas Eve, they're doing uh, WWE Tampa. And this is legitimately a conversation, Brandon, I, I have had a couple times. Uh, December, you know, December 24th, uh, they're, they're going to they're be in Tampa. They're doing a live show. Do you want to go? What, what was your answer every single time? <laughs> I was like, uh, I don't know. If it's not, like, you know, the main show, like a Raw or SmackDown, I'm kind of just kind of like, eh. No, Brandon's exactly where he's like, the house show, <laughs> man. <laughs> What, what am I gonna go to a house show for, man? Ain't nothing gonna happen. You know, what the right. hell? I mean, they do weird stuff at the house shows, but it's like it's not really canon, you know. The, the the chat has not moved past Kenny Omega's chest, by the way. They are still talking about Kenny Omega's stitch chest. It's like, yeah, he's like a cut. Okay, what if I squeeze my my, my chest together? Will that make you? Will, will that give me more views? If I get a stitch chest, huh? All right, let me get a All right. All right. Right. Weren't people kind of uh, like this when uh, HK, like Triple H, would be like super all jacked and cut? Wait, 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 but that's a different. That was a different story was because there different? was literally there was literally uh, an addendum. I don't know what's the word I'm looking for here. Uh, an initiative to make Triple H look jacked. Triple H was fucking doughy, and he had like a pot belly in 2004, 2005, and he, was and he still fucking jacked in the game. Yeah, the game. And it was like, and it was like, don't show, you know, the, the it basically said, don't uh, show uh, any uh, footage uh, of Triple H uh, getting buried. Uh. April's asking where my OnlyFans is at. You know, you're signed up to it. I've seen your name there. Oh, I forgot cat. But it's five dollars a month. But if you tip me an extra twenty dollars, you don't get jack shit. I just get your money. <laughs> Leave me want more. Oh man! Oh wait, Kyle says Kofi Kenny's got that Kofi Kingston chest. First of all, <laughs> first of all, no, don't have that Kofi Kingston chest. Look, there's there's clear definition in the middle right here. And you leave my boy Kofi alone. Yeah, it's not his Kofi fault that he took chops the to the thing. middle of his chest. He's got a Jarrah chest. Jericho has the same is, thing. Is that what that's from? <laughs> that's not from chops. Supposedly, though, right? yeah. Supposedly, like a, it's yeah. like chops or things like it. Which just it's just it oh, can be wow. like okay, it can be like muscle damage in that area. So okay. chops can contribute to it, but I don't think it was the reason per se. All right. Why, why is everyone asking me to take my shirt off? If you want to see me take my shirt off, you need to go to OnlyFans. Nice try. That's right. Nice try. You're trying to get me to give that content for free. <laughs> free content. YouTube doesn't man, want this? me shirtless drinking whiskey. No. Why? Why? Why are all these people asking me to? This is why I don't do a podcast at 10 p.m. at night. Yeah. Everyone's horny. They want to see oh, my that. chest. Thank I don't. Know, I don't understand. I do it at a nice holy hour of, of noon usually. 
and on on a Saturday, and everyone's usually <laughs> like, "Oh, Kanye, you're doing fairly good." There, you know, I don't know why I'm suddenly Irish Catholic, but that's okay. <laughs> I mean, even the Pope is thirsty. Did you see that post where he liked uh, this booty model's post? You didn't oh, hear about no. that? Google that. There was what the Pope liked. <laughs> the Pope liked. This is legitimate. The Pope liked a booty model's pick. And so the Vatican apparently is like, like going to do some research. And, and he's like, our Lord. He's like, oh, Lord, I, I didn't mean to like her, her chest. Oh, yeah. no. Yeah. Kenny, for your thoughts, After Dark is what everybody's calling this. Oh, my God. The Pope liked an Instagram model's booty. Wow. See? What is this I'm life? not being blasphemous. These are, this is something that happened. Uh, I hey, remember, you know, at least the post being real, you know, I'm not going to I remember you. listening to the trainers when I was training last year in regards to chops. Fun fact, I might get that Kofi Kingston chest because whenever I get excited about something, I pretty much do like the Eddie Guerrero and I do, I'll do it like right now just to show you how hard I do this. Like literally I get excited. I go. <laughs> and, and like, so I'm like slapping the crap out of my chest. And I'm like, man, I'm, I'm definitely going to cave something in one day. Like, if you ever find me dead in my house, just laying there with like a big handprint over there, that's what happened. That is what happened. Okay. She, yeah, she's, she's yeah, I thought when they said that, nice when they mom. said that, uh, yeah. that the Pope liked a booty models <laughs> post, I said, it's gotta be Elijah Burke because Pope right. be pimping. Yeah, that's what I thought. Pope be pimping, right? Yeah. But, but no, 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 no. This actual Pope. Actual Pope. <laughs> I mean, keep blessing that booty with that. a like. Yeah, we've disintegrated. This is no longer a wrestling yeah. podcast. This is a this... Pope liking a booty model. Um, I mean, but is it is it real though? I don't know. Uh, Ellsworth chest? How dare you? How dare? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's crazy. It's like I'm bigger than yeah. probably bigger than James Ellsworth. Like, you know, it's I funny. Wonder. Like you think about it. No, he's like five eight, like one fifty, one seventy. I'm like five nine, uh, one seventy five. Wait, are you are you doing that like wrestling video games thing where you up your your height? No, 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 <laughs> not weight. at all. If I was up in my height, I'd be like five ten <laughs> yeah. or five eleven oh, or something. Yeah, no, no, yeah. I'm, I'm like probably if if the smallest I am is like five eight and a half. But the, Ellsworth's um, five eight is also a bump up. He's probably like a five seven. Right. I'm I'm also a five to seven too. Right. Which is crazy. Like because you can still you be get a performer. That. I was just kidding, but you didn't get that. Five to seven inches. Anyway, anyway. Oh, all right, yes. All right. Oh, of course. Right. I'm like a light storm, baby. Yeah, like a light snowstorm. Right. Two to three inches. <laughs> you know what? That's not from anything, you know by the way, but it yeah. sounded like, like it's from something. Right. Lady, ladies in the chat, like three is all you need, right? I mean, to be honest. I mean, really, anything no. more than that is just, you just show Guys off in the, the chat, point. tell him no to. Please. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's. Just, yeah. Kyle, I'm bigger than James Ellsworth. Damn, bro. Nice flex. You shut the hell up. You're not bigger than Pee Wee Herman, bitch. What is, why is this chat trying to aggravate me tonight? <laughs> <laughs> wow, Diego. Oh, my God. Everyone's hater today. Look, you bigger than Hornswoggle, too? <laughs> why are they roasting me, bro? I'm just trying to come on and just try to entertain everybody. I just want to talk with me, these people that have missed them for the past couple weeks. <laughs> And they come on here and they talk shit about me, Brandish. What am I supposed to do, man? You, you did kind of go in on that. Go home, about, man. You know. What? <laughs> so you did kind of go after Ellsworth, man. I can say you're bigger than he was. I know James Ellsworth was everybody. He, we interviewed him. The interview we have with James Ellsworth. Go listen to it. Got yes, go check that out. Like another shit. good one. Yeah. I was going to say, I didn't know everybody was a big James Ellsworth fa uh, fan. 
<laughs> April says, oh, my God, Brandon, it's past your bedtime. <laughs> and then it says, Brandon, that and this is this is Hollis has said this. So these are the women yeah. saying this. Yeah. Brandon, that just proved your virginity. <laughs> Whoa, no. A roasting. No, that... Wait, wait. Diego says a roasting for your thoughts. You know, that should be the, our Christmas special. That, that should be the name of our Christmas special. A roasting <laughs> for your thoughts. Okay. <laughs> No, that's not Kenny's chest that's roasting not on an open fire. <laughs> <laughs> Which Kenny's chest? Though my chest or Kenny Omega? Um, mm -hmm. And Fernando just said Leon Ruff is bigger than me. Oh my god, Leon Ruff, all five foot two of Leon Ruff. <sighs> <laughs> like, I don't usually get Napoleon complex, but holy shit, I feel bad. <laughs> Damn. You know who else? What? You know who else? Who is legit bigger than you? Uh, big Big Haas. Big Will Haas. Oh, Will Hobbs. Did you just call this bastard Will Haas? <laughs> <laughs> there's another one. If, there's an ongoing joke in the podcast for those who are new to our, our platform here. Brandon cannot get people's names right. Mandy Rose is Mandy Rhodes. What else has he said? Come on, hit me up in the chat here. What else has he said? Bro, I called Selena Vega Selena Gomez. <laughs> he, he called He was like, that's why Selena Gomez left. And I was like, you mean Zelina Vega? <laughs> oh, I don't know. He called her Zelina yeah. Gomez, and it really was hilarious. <laughs> Zelina Gomez. Now he called him Will Haas. Oh, yeah, Hobbs. Wow, Jesus. Um, Will Hobbs. <laughs> I can't even get past that. Uh, Will Hobbs uh, is a perfect example of being wrong. I was wrong uh, in this mm. situation. Because um, I literally said he came out. <laughs> He came out. He was so angry. And I was angry. I literally said, <laughs> I'm sick of Will Hobbs. This is exact words. And this is an example, you know, and I'll allude to this later on. This is, we got to sometimes just let it happen and not speak. I literally right. said, I'm sick of Will Hobbs coming out to make the save at the end of a show and just standing there with the music playing and that's it. This is fucking boring. Give me something new. The minute I said those words... He turned. He turned heel right there. And I would literally said, oh, now I get it. That's why they had to disappoint us because they were using this really <laughs> stupid formula for a reason. It was almost because it was like we were getting bored of it. You know, it was happening. It was repetitive. And then they pulled out the rug from under us. It made it all the better because they disappointed us. And then they, they brought that, which I, I'm going to talk about that in regards to Drew McIntyre. Mm. I have something to say in regards to to that later on we'll probably save that for the end but yeah it was just like you know kudos to AEW because it was like i didn't see that coming i had i had literally gotten so used to him just coming out making the baby face save and then that's it that like when he turned heel and joined team task didn't see it coming and i was i was really shocked it'd be almost like brandon having a good episode on the podcast like i would be so surprised <laughs> Because I just, you know, got so used to a certain level of... Re for <laughs> <laughs> I keep it consistently low, bro. I right. told you. Right. Consistency, <laughs> three inches. No, that's right. No, what did you... Yeah. What did you like better? You got did worked, you like brother. By the way, before, yeah. I go, before we go any further, please, I ask and implore you, if you've had fun in the chat so far, if you're having fun watching this back, do me a huge favor. I can't find the video right now, but <laughs> there we go. Do me a favor, like and subscribe. Uh, like this video, subscribe to our channel. Uh, we do a, a weekly, <laughs> weekly podcast. We have fun. 
trying to get back to having fun, Brandon. I've been making this work too much. I'm like, it's supposed to be just us hanging out. This is supposed to be like a me blowing off steam. Talking about Will Haas. <laughs> no way. Did you like the Will Haas turn? Uh, do, you, do you think that was more impactful than uh, because, you know, I did the same thing with uh, Keith Lee. I thought, oh, he's buried. And then <laughs> the, uh, the big hit with uh, Braun Strowman. So yeah. what, did, what did you like? Yeah, I, I really liked it because like I was seeing Will Hobbs. I, I almost had defined his character already. And to me, he was going to be that like white meat baby face where, you know, he's a big guy and he's, you know, they're going to bring him up as a newcomer and attach him to the names. And it was like a very inorganic thing, kind of like the Rocky Maivia path. Mm -hmm. So it was like how apropos that they were probably like, okay, we see that he's not getting traction. And I don't know if it was an audible or if this was the plan all along. But I feel like it might might have been an audible, and they're like, ah, oh, we got, he's kind of just spinning wheels because we had plans for him. You know, I don't know who it was, but somebody got injured around the time. I think it was Moxley. Moxley mm. was quarantined with coronavirus right when Hobbs was supposed to be, like, his tag team partner, and it was supposed to be a big thing, and then that got taken away from him. So he, he kept getting, like, starts and stops. And so to me, this was a really good thing of, like, yeah, they he gotten boring already, of just like running out and attacking people <laughs> and then all of a sudden it's like boom he t he joins team taz and he's instantly credible because he's part of a team that's associated with taz and taz attaches his names to big big guys brian cage you know which who by the way has smaller tights now shows off the boots <laughs> a little bit more there's a heavy show. discussion if you've not seen that episode i don't remember what episode it is a couple episodes back i'm sure fernando will remember the number but i yeah. did a big, really big discussion about showing your glutes when you're a <laughs> when you're a body guy so that you know it just shows oh, off the man. body and I noticed he, he Brian was, Cage. Yeah, he noticed. He definitely Brian noticed. Cage had a little bit more of the glute showing, and I was like, you know what? I appreciate that man ass. But, but you, <laughs> he thought he thought Ricky Starks though was showing. I thought too Ricky Stark was showing too much booty. There was too much Starky it. booty. I didn't want that much Starky booty in my face. Oh, he's not man. not a, he's not a body guy. Like Brian Cage. How this works. And the funny part is I made that statement and and, and uh, Ricky Starks is on the apron and he pulled his tights down. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's like he heard me. Like there was something in the universe that was like, he's like, mm, somebody talking about my ass. And then just pulled it down. You know, if you, if you were listening to the audio version, you really missed out on a, on a Ricky Starks impression right there, <laughs> touching my head. And yes, Cage got uh, a fatty. Yes. Let's get that trending. <laughs> Cage got a fatty. No wow. cage in those glutes. Okay. Wow. Let's get wow, that trending. Wow. Uh, <laughs> you know what? Why do you listen cool. to this podcast? Why? why I don't, wait, wait, wait. Make better decisions. Why are you listening to two men talk about Brian Cage's ass? Get off of here. Go do something else. Do something. God, I worry about you all. <laughs> <laughs> I will say uh, what's uh, what's kind of cool about about the AEW is you yeah. got all these cool stables and factions on the show, right? There's uh, so much moving we, parts. We, yeah, we like, reformed another one, which is crazy. Say it again. I said they reformed another one again. Oh, the Death uh, Triangle. Which, yes. Yeah, a lot of people <laughs> yeah, were, were asking yeah. me to talk about that triangle, and, and 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 I was really glad about that. I mean, I popped for it because I was like, I wasn't really. And let me preface this. I'm a big fan of uh, Eddie Kingston. I like Eddie Kingston. I like the Lucha Bros and 
for that matter, I like the. Uh, <laughs> I'm regretting it. Talking about listening to this podcast. Um, and I like the butcher and the blade. Like they were good, but like, I didn't like that stable. Like something felt weird about like caging. No pun intended. Caging all of those people into a, a stable. And you see, people are saying we, we appreciate your masculinity. It takes a real man to talk about <laughs> another man's glutes. I guess so. Yeah. Okay. All right. You gotta be comfortable with himself to do that. That's all right. What you're gonna get. Yeah. All right. Because um, remember. <laughs> We're not Democrats. We're not Republicans. We are booty men first. All right. Yes, yes. So we. <laughs> I instantly just got a text message when that happened. Now I'm scared. Okay. Now I'm scared because it feels like somebody just sent me a dick pic. Oh, um, no. It's like, you know what? Tonight's the night I'm going to send Kenny a dick pic. <laughs> Wait, Brandon. Um, no, I'm just kidding. No, but going, uh, back, going back to it, um, I wasn't. Yeah. I wasn't really happy with that stable. And. When Pac came back, and you start, Ray Phoenix kind of came out and attacked um, the family, if you will. And then when, um, oh my God, I was going to call him El Grand Madalik, but that's horrible. That's, that is, that's, a, that's a Brandon private party slash Street Profits moment, by the way. Um, so. It's essentially the same sort of thing. It's the same deal. What's his name? <laughs> San Romeo. Uh,. Oh, Pentagon Jr. Pentagon, right? dang yeah. it. Pental Zero. When Pental Zero came out, I was like, oh, this is what I wanted. I want Death Triangle to, to be back. God, I'm really bad that I just did that, by the way. <laughs> um, but well, yeah, when Pentagon came out, it was like, cool. That stable never got to take off. And I, it makes me really happy that they're back, by the way. Look, do you see me sweating? I'm like sweating like crazy. This, this whole that, chat has got light? me flustered. Yeah. No, it's the I chat thought, because they're oh. all laughing and they're, we're having a good time. All right. This is, this is, good. This is, this is how the podcast should be. Okay. Um, too late. We're up too late. What does it say? Wow, Kenny, you saved yourself. <laughs> <laughs> At least I don't do it on purpose like Brandon does. Oh, I don't do it on purpose either. It happens. It's a real thing. You should hear what Brandon says off off air. Isn't his name he, he, okay? See, Diego understands why my name was all like why I was so uh, confused. Isn't his name like Penta El Zeromedo? So his name is Penta El Zeromedo, um, or El Penta El Zero M. Then he goes to by El Zero Medo some other times. Then he goes by Pentagon Junior and Triple A. It's like so, so he's got a couple different names. So I was getting I was getting them all jumbled up in my head. It was like Brandon's sexuality. It was just all in there. It was all confused, <laughs> and I didn't know which way to go. It's you know? a scale, folks. Kinsey scale. You know, it's not. <laughs> you know, there's no extremes here. You know, Please don't Google Kinsey scale because Brandon it's, Brandon it's broke that. We know? all took a, a test. It was it was called the Kinsey scale, and I'll leave it be. I'll let you all Google that if you want to find out. Brandon broke the results of the Kinsey scale. Everybody else had scores. Brandon didn't have a score. It literally said, yeah, we don't know. Uh, so people, I, I appreciate that. Taylor Arnold says, uh -huh. wow, you're on two days early. Why not Saturday? And then says, great podcast, though. I love it a lot. We appreciate you. Thank you so much. Uh -huh. Join us on YouTube on the chat and have fun with us. Everybody's making fun of me in the chat. Don't be on Instagram by yourself. Go make fun of me with the rest of the chat. But... <laughs> By, now they're making fun of the what I said. By the way, I said apparently I said mayo instead of mayo. Oh god! All right, miedo, miedo. I, I appreciate being the evolved form, you know, of I don't think it's racist at all. 
<laughs> Wait, I almost called Will Hobbs the evolved version of Brandon <laughs> earlier, but I deleted it because it sounded racist. Oh, no. But now I'm okay with it. Yes. Since this is an episode of Racist Chops, which, by the way, go <laughs> listen to the, epi- the episode of, uh, of Apron Bump um, with Kyle there. Has me on it there. <laughs> And uh, that was a fun episode where, yes, you'll understand the joke, racist chops. Uh, <laughs> so in, in regards to Tatanka, Taylor Arnold has joined us from Instagram on our YouTube. Thank you for joining us, Taylor. Uh, Please make Taylor feel welcome. Make, keep making fun of me. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Brandon, what were we talking about? So, yeah, yeah so talk, I, uh, Death yeah. Triangle, I'm excited to <laughs> see God, them back. Yeah. I think I feel like I don't know if about you, but I feel like AEW is taking a step in a different direction in general as a general statement and it feels really cool because it feels like there's a lot of shifting going on i mean we have the additions of um well i mean she's not officially signed but you know we the women's division is completely changing trajectory to me where um you know you got your thunder roses in there Britt baker's getting more involved and like now it's really coming together where it was one of their weaker divisions because they lack some names now it's like they got a lot of they got a lot of really good talent in there you know, Anna Jay stepping up, you know, there's a lot wow. going on in the women's division right now. Oh, I want to say I had my mind blown last night when Kitty pointed out that Serena Deeb was oh, Brandon, yeah. straight edge society. Brandon like, had no what? idea. No. Brandon had no idea that Serena Deeb was the same girl from the straight edge society. And I was like, yeah, yeah. I was like, you don't recognize her? And he's like, no. And I, I was like, imagine a bald head. And it clicked. Brandon was like, oh my God, that's not the same girl. I was like, yeah, it is. Um, oh. Okay, so appreciate you all, by the way, in the chat. Um, so has Kenny talked about Bold Nakano yet, or has he not drank <laughs> enough? First of all, I don't need to be I don't need to be drunk to talk about Bold Nakano. Let's talk about Bold Nakano. Bold Nakano had a hell of a showing at, at SummerSlam '94 against Alundra Blaze. All right, Bold Nakano is Bay. Get it trending. Bold Nakano is hashtag Bold Nakano is Bay. Bay Nakano. Get it trending. Hashtag Bay Nakano. <laughs> Uh, so Fernando says, already loving this episode. Appreciate you, Fernando, you miserable bastard. If, if Fernando <laughs> likes it, you know we're doing something good because Fernando don't like nothing in life. Or is he being For, Fernando, Fernando hates know. me. Fernando <laughs> hates anything good. Fernando, Fernando, if he was capable, would throw trash at school children. In fact, that's why he has limited mobility. The good Lord took it away from him because they knew he would be destructive with his movement. I'm convinced of it. <laughs> I'm going you're to hell. Absolutely. I am going straight to hell for some, for saying stuff like that. Um, you're absolutely right, Fernando. So, I wear my casual as a badge of honor. Love it. Casual Kinsey scale. Um. Anyway, so Taylor <laughs> says, "Thank you guys for welcoming me. Appreciate it. What do you, What did you guys think of Orton losing the title? That's the last thing oh, we'll mm-hmm. talk about. Just a heads up. Uh, the last thing oh. we'll talk about." I want to talk about Drew McIntyre being champion, but I'm gonna I'm gonna finish with that, and there's a reason for it, because you like to hear rants, Ed. That is the, what I'm gonna rant about. Um, they've always had talent; it's just their lack of guidance. Yes, April, I 100% agree. Uh, in fact, if you ever see me um, a little bit critical of AEW on social media, that's why. It's not that I hate AEW at all. I love AEW more than WWE, probably, but that's why I'm like so critical sometimes because it's like i want you to do better you can't make these stupid mistakes you're too early i will give them credit though because as of late it feels like they're really tightening the ship and everything's kind of coming together 
and I feel that. You can feel it in the temperament of the company. It's a general statement. It is not just the women's division. It's not just a tag division, not just stables. It's almost like everything is starting to come together for them. Uh, signing, you know, um, signing Matt Seidel was good. Um, everything's just kind of like, I'm excited. Like, if there's one company I'm excited for, it's AEW. Um, and let's see, read more comments. Brand's such a casual. Bull Nakano <laughs> is a snack, sober, drunk, or high. I agree. Bull Nakano... <laughs> What's more erect, Bull Nakano's hair or... I'll leave it at that. Um, <laughs> this okay. dude don't have boundaries. Yes, I do not have boundaries. Uh, Diego said, Kenny, you got, me to, you, you got to hear me pop for Drew. Yeah, it's true. He did send us an audio clip of him popping. Dude, we're gaining more people in this chat, so I appreciate you all who've joined us. All of you sneaky ex-girlfriends who are watching me and saying, fuck that guy. <laughs> Yes, you did, and now, bro, you, now you're watching me. I know, me. Dude, dude. This cat left uh, like a wave of destruction, bro. No, he was oh, dude, don't talk earth. like that. I'm teasing. This guy I'm, is, I'm, I'm teasing, but Brandon was, was always that brutal. type of guy. Okay, Brandon was always the type of guy. He's the ultimate wingman. I'll give you an example. Oh. We'd go to like Tampa Ale House, and we'd be there, and some girl would be like, Hey, Kenny. Just literally, like, Hey, Kenny. I'm like, What's up? How are you? Blah, blah, blah. And then this, Brandon. Man, you see this guy, man? All the <laughs> girls, man. All the girls want him. They want him. They want to sleep with him. Like, Brandon, she just fucking said hi. She just said hi to me. He's like, nah, man, nah, man. She wanted it. I'm like, that was my cousin. And he's like, nah, man. But if she wasn't your cousin, man, yeah, you know, she, she would be cousin. about it. That's she would be about it, you know? That's like, that's the type of guy Brandon is. So whenever you hear Brandon say something like, this guy was the beast slayer, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, don't, <laughs> just don't listen to him. He was always the hype, the hype man for all of his friends. Lived vicariously through us sexually. But anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I like this comment right here. Boundaries are for count out finishes. Uh, April, no, no. April says Kenny's a G. Look, that's what I—that's the impression I don't want. I don't want to be on here on air and act like I've got all these women or something. I'm not that type of guy. But Brandon always tried to make me seem like that, which always irritated me because I was always just a nice person, talk to people, yeah, uh -huh. guys yeah, and girls. Okay. Uh -huh. I would walk into a coffee shop and get something free from a girl, and Brandon be like, "You see," but he uh -huh. didn't. He wouldn't say that the, the time that I walked in and got a free something from a guy. Uh huh. Yeah. 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 You see, but you see, April's I mean, like Brandon's a good friend. Wait, April says Brandon's a good friend. <laughs> I wish that was the case, but really, what it was was that Brandon would try to make me seem like a sexual deviant, and, and it was like really, I was like, come on, dude, like. like <sighs> and he he gave it up for Father. I can't believe it. It's like he gave what? it all up for a good cause. Yeah. What was this about? You know. I love my, I love my daughter. She's the best thing that ever happened to me. Uh-huh. Uh -huh. I'm confused. <laughs> See, Kyle? Yeah. Kenny, nobody thinks you get all the women. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Kyle. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. I'm turning red. I love this. This episode is so funny. Ellsworth, Ellsworth, Ellsworth yeah. gets more probable. Yes. True. James Damn. Ellsworth, I'm challenging you. We're going to go out to a mall <laughs> and we can see who pick up the most girls. But here's the funny he, he, part. I cheat. Yeah. I'll pay a couple girls to, to you know. Oh, yeah. He's got a lot of friends. That's why he befriends everybody at, like, random stores in the malls. No, hey, all jokes aside, back. right? Yeah. All jokes aside, I always I always befriend people because you don't know, man. Like, I'll never forget, you know. There was a girl in um in my math class, I think it was, in 11th grade. And I used to talk to her, and she was kind of shy. Cool, really cool girl, though. And I would talk to her, be really friendly with her. Fast forward. 
you know, years later, I'm getting a message from uh, our friend Rob over at Knockout Wrestling. Hey, do you want to do commentary? That girl is his wife. You know what I mean? So it's literally like, I'm just thinking like, you know, imagine if I wasn't nice to people. You know, like, so let's use her as an example. I wasn't nice to her. Do you think, you know, 10, 15 years later, she'd be telling her husband, hey, I got a guy, he does a wrestling show. I know I have a friend, he does like a wrestling show. Maybe he'll want to do commentary for Knockout. So like that, to me, that's my story of like, just do good, genuinely good things. And sometimes like good things happen, man. And that, there's so many countless examples of things like that in my life. And I'm not saying that to brag. It's just literally like, you know, like think it comes around. It always comes back around. Um, <laughs> this is a hell of a wrestling podcast. Yes. Yes, it is. I agree. This is more of a sexual advice podcast. Apparently <laughs> Dr. Sue over here. Um, I don't know. Kenny L. Ellsworth's not a bad promo. You might lose that. It's true. I would definitely lose a battle promo to uh, uh, if he became pretty Jimmy Dream. Oh my God! This wrestling podcast is great. Thank you so much. We appreciate wow, that. Look at, the, look at the bots we got. Yeah, I was gonna say, look at all these bots. Right? How much you paid these guys? <laughs> right. Like Hulk Hogan. Like, remember when? Uh, did, remember yeah. when Dave Hebner? When Dave Hebner? Um, in 1998, the, the Million Dollar Man paid for plastic surgery or something and, uh, was, and screwed Hogan out of the WWE title. He did a promo of like, how much did he pay for the plastic surgery? Like That's that's how I feel about the bots right now. It's like, how much did you pay for the bots? <laughs> All right. It's my Christmas gift for you, to you, man. Early. Thank you. You don't be a better I'm Christmas present. Just <laughs> fucking stay out of my life. Um <laughs> All right. So I guess we did talk about Thunder Rosa. People went online and, and I thought this was pretty cool. Um, I said something about Matt Seidel signing with AEW, and I said basically, you know, congrats to him, you know, et cetera, et cetera. Somebody commented really bitter, and they said, yeah, but AEW stupid. Why the fuck didn't they sign Thunder Rosa? Why wouldn't you do that? They're wasting her, blah, blah, blah. Now, I commented on that, and I said, my friend, all in due time, because that was my way of saying, obviously, they have some plans with her. To me, there's got to be a reason, right, why Serena Deeb won the NWA title. Um, Serena Deeb is an AEW contracted star. So to me, that was a trade that AEW and the NWA did. So to me, that is to allow Thunder Rosa to work with AEW. So she's not signed per se, but she's under an agreement with AEW to work some matches. That's why I'm saying like all in due time. The coolest part about that, by the way, is Matt Seidel. He didn't like the status where I said something good about him. He liked where I said all in due time, my friend, as if to say, yes, Everything like even in regards to him, he was signed when it when you know when the time was right with AEW. So don't just sign people up just to sign them. Thunder Rosa's involved in a major storyline with Britt Baker now. Mm. Like it's gonna happen. So just enjoy the ride. You know this again. More sexual advice from Kenny. This is your (laughs) this is the foreplay. People are so worried about sex that they skip the foreplay. You gotta have the foreplay. It makes the rest of it better. You know. Not like Brandon. Brandon just pays for the hard stuff right away. Just like this. Just the foreplay. You know what? It's not how deep you fish. How you wiggle the worm, man. It's that, that's, you know, lesson in life. It's just... Who gave you that nugget there, Brandon? <laughs> <laughs> like, it doesn't matter. He's like the guy uh, from the, the bait store over here in <laughs> Northdale. Um, getting sexual <laughs> advice from Kenny is like busting through a wall advice from the Shockmaster. Good lord, Kyle. Am I that bad? <laughs> First of all, in the de- in defense of the Shockmaster. So apparently, when the Shockmaster went through the wall the first time, okay? Right. Fernando's telling me to start slow. Why are we talking about sex now? Why am I learning about sex from Fernando right now? 
Okay. <laughs> anyway, the Shockmaster busted through the wall. Yeah. And he went through, and it was fine in a rehearsal. The second time, somebody had put a two by four, and it's funny to hear Dusty Rose tell the story because oh. it was him that came up with the character. He's like, somebody put a two by four to to, to wreck my shit, <laughs> and he's like, and to sabotage me, and it wasn't there before. So now, poor Uncle Fred, poor Uncle Fred, he goes bursting through the wall and he falls flat on his fat ass. That is literally what Dusty Rhodes is saying. It's Dusty Rhodes. No one told the story like Dusty Rhodes. He fell flat on his ass, you know. And he's like, apparently Cody Rhodes was at home. Cody Rhodes, and we can say it now. And <laughs> hey. he goes, "Was that Uncle Fred?" <laughs> you know, because that is that is that is their uncle, legitimately. Wow. So um, yeah, so yeah. Uh, in defense of the Shockmaster, somebody put a two by four on the bottom of it for fucking some reason. Then he tripped over it. That wasn't there the first time. They like, sabotaged him. Right, they sabotaged the man. Come on. <laughs> History lessons with Kenny. Yes. It's not all the Shockmaster's fault, okay? And he follows us on, uh, on Instagram, so I gotta babyface oh, him a nice. little bit, okay? Alright? But anyway, Brandon, what do you think about the Vegas segment? The AEW Vegas segment? Oh, uh... You know, I liked it. It like broke the show up a little bit. I, I'm I'm cool with segments like, like this. So it's not just like you know match match match. You know, you break it up a little bit. I think yes. it's okay. I think you got time to slip that in there. Uh, I think it fits with the stable. You know, you've got uh, MJF, a part of the group. You right. know, and their shenanigans did a little uh, hangover bit there. I thought, yeah. I thought it was all right. Yeah. And that's what I was gonna say, right? And and hear me out because it'll sound bitter, but it's not. I promise you. I 100% agree with you. Um, I 100%. People are saying I'm learning. Anyone that's <laughs> anyone that's under the age of 18, please leave this chat right now. <laughs> we can't be liable for you um, right now. <laughs> um, drink responsibly. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but what was I saying? Oh, yeah. So this segment was actually really good. I liked it. It was really hokey in the best way possible. Uh, like you said, it parodied The Hangover and things like that. But I remember looking at Brandon and I said, but if WWE did that, they would have fucking crucified them. And that's the problem I have with wrestling fans is that, that there's a lot of bias sometimes with like if AEW does a hokey segment, it's like, oh, this shit was hilarious. If WWE did that same segment, they'd be like, they're Barry and Jericho. Let's say put the inner circle on WWE. They're Barry and Jericho. Sammy Guevara is better than this. MJF's the hottest thing they have, but they're ruining him. Like, this would be the statements that's made. And it's like, to me, I view AEW the same way I view WWE, which is like, okay, it's a good segment to break up the show. You know what I mean? It's funny and it's meant to be hokey. It's not meant to be taken seriously. So why do wrestling fans take things so seriously? It was literally meant to be corny and it was hilarious. <laughs> and if you go in with that mentality, you'll have fun. Why can't we just have fun? Like to me, like AEW is the more wrestling heavy show and it's even cooler to get that, that you know, the, the, the yin to the yang and have this opposite segment where it's just a segment and they're in Vegas right. and they're being stupid. You know, I loved it. I, I thought it was cool. Did they get, did it have any ratings? So I wonder like what it did for the ratings. I don't know if the breakdown. Uh, I know it probably won the twenty one <laughs> to uh, thirty four demographic. You know, uh, it was worth it for the K Dog segment. Yeah, it was it was it was it was rowdy rowdy and bowdy bowdy. Odele Rasa. I didn't. I know. I didn't. I, said, I know. I said that very Caucasian because I. I know Diego and Fernando are gonna come in and go. That's not how you say it, bro. <laughs> but. <laughs> I don't want to roll the arriba la raza better. 
Better, better, guys. All right, it's still real to me. Damn it. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's just it was just a fun little segment, man. I I loved it. Um, I don't have anything bad to say about it, but I was like really, really scared that like WWE haters would come in and be like, "That was a fucking terrible <laughs> segment, man. It was corny." Like I was I was kind of afraid of that. I haven't seen any of it, but it's probably because I blocked all of them. You, you um, blocked everybody. That's wow. You see, you see, Diego's like, "That's not how you say it, bro." Yeah, get called out. Hey, Diego, say the word talented, because I bet you can't say that word. Oh, wow. Uh, <laughs> why is, the, why is this kidding. so I'm just kidding. Uh, but let's uh, talk. Let's talk about people being critical of other people. There was this dude on, on, on Twitter, Kenny with that white woman at a Mexican restaurant energy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll have a tequila. Uh, tequila. Um, but there's a dude, basically, he's supposed to be a comedian, and he says, Britt Baker is a failure, and she doesn't even know how to do comedy and things like that. And it was like, Britt Baker reposted and said, like, basically, fuck you, dude. He's like, I don't understand. And then people came in and they were like, no, he's right. He's right. And <laughs> people don't understand that there is a way to voice a criticism without being a dick about it. And I don't think people realize that. You can be right even let's say hypothetically he was right but the fact that he posted a status calling out Britt Baker like that like that was what now, was, was wrong now was he joking or was no. it about like a, no, like a segment serious. in particular like something that she did yeah like, it was like on AEW Dark she had her uh, like it was a dentist type segment and uh-huh. yeah and, 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 and there, he was being overly critical of it and it was just like damn dude like it wasn't meant to be the funny ass segment that you were talking about again it was like meant to be corny Britt Baker style right like Britt Baker's I, a great character. I don't know why people are giving her shit. Yeah, I, I thought she, her acting sort of comedic chops have been pretty good for the. You know, she's handled this pretty well. It, uh, it seemed like anyway. But I, uh, yeah, I, I thought now too. I want to just see a failure. That's pretty. Rough. So in regards to the AEW Vegas segment, comedy breaks like that. This is a comment uh, yeah. that lose their effect when preceded and followed by lesser quality. I don't know. I don't. I don't know if I disagree. Damn, Kenny, what, what are we saying that to me dissing uh, Diego? Look, Diego just wants attention, okay? So I'm going to give it to him. <laughs> All right. Uh, I wonder if they're getting paid by that NY guy in Meltzer. Uh, no, they just share the same stupid mentality. That is the problem. You know what I mean? And the problem, the problem with consensus is that people think that because other people think the same as them, that they are correct. And, you know, it, that's not necessarily true. You know what I mean? You can have nine people saying the wrong answer and one person saying the right answer, and that one person's going to feel like they're wrong because nine people are against them. You know what I mean? Like, I, like on this podcast, <laughs> like this chat's calling me ugly. This chat's calling me a bitch. This chat is calling me all these names, and I know they're wrong. I, <laughs> you guys they're more wrong than, than the text right that Brandon now, says that sends girls on OnlyFans. <laughs> no, she will not do a private for you, Brandon. But anyway, uh, let's talk. So, um, speaking of people getting hurt here. Not feelings, but physically. So again, mm-hmm. Mandy Rose got hurt. Um, there was a spot, not this week, but last week, where Nia Jax threw her out the ring. Uh, and of course, everybody damns Nia Jax <laughs> instantly. They're like, she's unsafe, that whore, Reckless. that this, that, that yeah. she's this. Oh, oh my God. Go watch the footage back. Mandy Rose takes, uh, dives through the ropes, and she's supposed to grab the rope because the rule is you grab the rope to kind of like lessen the fall, the impact. She misses the rope as she's coming down, landing on her, her shoulder on the apron, and then she goes tumbling. For you to blame Nia Jax is like to blame 
I don't know. I, I, I was gonna say like someone drowning in the water when when there was another person in the beach and they didn't even notice that person. But that's a, that's a that's a horrible example. I, I, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of a good example. I don't have one uh, because I have the wit of Brandon Brown next to me to, to fill in the gaps here. And it's not. Working. I know. I was gonna say, but I, I had nothing. <laughs> Wait. Do, do you think maybe maybe Dia threw her a little too hard? Maybe possibly. Something? Like, but at the end of the day, it's not ballet. But, but yeah, it's like it's, she didn't yeah, really right, do anything. Right. It's like, yeah, maybe she threw her too hard. But at the end of the day, it was a miscommunication between the two of them. Mandy still right. went for the rope. She missed it. Yeah, <laughs> can't get that back. But uh, what the real tragedy is that Dana Brooke gets to some consequences. It'd be a healthy scratch. Yeah, man. But it's just it's just bad timing. Apparently, and whenever yeah. it's Survivor Series, Nia Jax just says, "You know what? I'm gonna fuck somebody <laughs> up." All right. First, Becky Lynch, who by the way posted some adorable, yeah. adorable photos with Seth Rollins, some birth photos. Uh, uh, I always say, "There's always." The bad part about them posting photos like that, it could go one of two ways. There's either the crowd that's like really, really like, where the fuck are they posting stuff like that? Or there's the crowd that's like, oh my God, like as if they were like Becky Lynch's sister. And they're just going to be the cutest baby. Oh my God. Congratulations to Rebecca and Colby. It's like, uh, you don't know them. You realize that, right? Like, why are you talking? Like, I don't, it's creepy is, is my point. And then you got the crowd like me, who's like a dad. And I'm just like that's fucking cool like like that's adorable i i i love those photos and that it's as simple as that wish them luck and that's it you know um yeah but yeah everybody's saying they were good i didn't blame nia Jax this time around it was a freak accident i think exactly it was like i didn't it's not like nia Jax just punched her straight in the face <laughs> but uh <laughs> yeah this this to me was more mandy rose i don't think mandy rose is blaming nia Jax in my opinion um so yeah but you know what Renee Young can blame Dean Ambrose for? Wow, or Renee yeah. Paquet? How do you say her last name? I'm really horrible with accents and things to. <laughs> but can blame John Moxley for uh, getting her pregnant because John Moxley and yeah, Mox. <laughs> and Renee are expecting a child, which is cool because like eight years ago, almost eight years to the day the Shield debuted. Now eight years later, they're all you know about to have kids. You know, obviously Roman oh, beat them to the punch already, yeah. but, but yeah, that's super cool, man. Super cool. I have a kid too, Brandon. So what the fuck's up with you? Yeah, you know, me I, and the Shield yeah. have children. <laughs> like me and the look. I'm just saying. I'm not saying I'm like the honorable fourth member of the Shield, <laughs> but I am because I have a child as well. Yeah. And by the way, if you're watching on YouTube, it's about or on Instagram, it's about to end. Jump on YouTube.com/slash the yeah. for your thoughts. Watch the rest of the episode. Anyway, like you were saying, Brandon. Yeah, no, I'm thinking about having some of my uh, seed frozen, and uh, yeah, we'll just go from there in the future. What do I really say to that? What what, what you just said? I mean, you have to say <laughs> Please don't freeze your seed. Nobody needs yeah. that. Nobody needs to be like, you know, can you imagine they're like, hey, I need a donor. I would like to have a child. Yeah. And freaking Brandon's seed is used? No. Uh, I mean, no. I would ask for my money back. I would ask for my money back. Yes. Wow. Unbelievable. Brandon is a virgin, so I mean, and that's coming from Hollis. <laughs> Hollis is hating on me bad right now. Hollis thinks. Yeah, look, so Come on, I, don't, I don't get wrestling stands between the neck photos and people being upset with Renee being pregnant. Yeah, that was actually really weird. There was a lot of people on the internet saying, fuck Renee, you know, obviously they have a crush on John Moxley, but it's like, did you think you were going to be with a married man? 
like this it's so toxic that's that that culture that stands society like holy crap like you really have a problem with a man and his wife having a child mm -hmm. go seek mental help please for love of god you know like that that's just that's just <laughs> weird super super weird the storyline play out man now they gotta wait so yeah, I had to listen to the Moxley promo again just to make sure I heard right. Congrats to them. Yeah, that's what was cool about it is like he nonchalantly mentioned it in a promo and he goes, you know, he's like, it, it, it all made sense later on, by the way, because he started out by talking about his advice his dad gave him. So obviously he was okay. thinking about being a dad, right? And then he okay. goes, you know, I got this. He's got this. I got a pregnant wife at home. And then I got this. And I'm like, did he just say he's got a pregnant wife at home? And I think all of us did collectively. We we're like, did he just say he's got a pregnant wife at home? And then, sure enough, yeah, it broke on the internet. But what was really funny yeah. was Bailey posting a status yeah. saying that uh, you were going to say it. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. So yeah. Bailey, Bailey posted a status like, "Who? What was better, him doing it in that promo or the way I found out?" So apparently, Renee Young had texted Bailey <laughs> an update, like you know, like sonogram updates, things like that, and texted uh, Bailey instead of John Moxley, which was really hilarious because I told Brandon, I was like. How are they even close in the phone? Like, because like if you're going by real names, you know it's it's um, you know Jonathan Good, so John or whatever, and then Pamela Martinez. So it's like, how the hell do you have those close in contacts? And then so I was like joking, I was like maybe she's got Mox stored as like Pookie, yeah. So Pookie Pamela or Pookie, Bay, yeah, you know, or Bay, yeah. yeah. Holy shit, you just figured it out. Oh, she's probably got Mox stored as Bay. And then Bay Lee underneath. Holy shit. Brandon did something yeah. good. Brandon, everybody clap for Brandon. Brandon, take a bow. Oh, hey, yes. That will definitely bow. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, everyone. It did something good, I guess. He did something good. I would pat I you, I I would did, pat but... you on your head and not, not, not that head, Brandon. <laughs> um, so moving on, uh, Rhea Ripley uh versus Io Shirai first of all hell of a match amazing match go watch it we're not here to talk about the match because you need to see Did they it hurt each other uh yo dude she had her like <laughs> gauges all ripped and like everything was bleeding out and stuff it was oh. horrible but uh they had an embrace at the end of the match it felt like a curtain call uh for Rhea Ripley on NXT uh, so I would guess, and this is my opinion, but I feel like she should show up on the raw after Survivor Series. Because Not I think I think I think uh, Rhea Ripley should be on on Monday Night Raw. Mm. Rhea Ripley, however, in my heart of hearts, I feel like she'll show up as one of the missing members of the SmackDown Survivor Series women's match because there's a couple spots open. You know, so mm. so I think I think we're ultimately going to see Rhea Ripley on SmackDown. Um, I I wish she was on Raw though. I think I think they need her more, in my opinion. Um, but either way, I mean, she's going yeah. up to the main roster. I think that it, again, the match was, the match was amazing, uh, but it did seem like a curtain call. So if you think it was a curtain call, hit that thumbs up button. Let me know. Uh, um, but, are they going to use her properly? You think she's going to be featured heavily? She's one of those that, I, she's one of those that I think that you don't, you can't use her improperly. She's got enough backers like the Charlotte flares and the, you know, people who've had good matches with her to be like, okay, you can put her in a spot and trust her. Mm -hmm. Like, she's got that quality. I think a lot of people don't understand. Like, like, okay, you look at people who are talented at NXT 
and they go to the main roster and sure enough they are buried i'm going to give them that but there's certain talents that you look and you go there's no way they can't they can get lost on the main roster you know what i mean because like i saw that with alexa bliss for example I knew Alexa Bliss was such a versatile talent that, like, you can't bury her. People, uh, for some reason, people don't put her in that category. They always talk about failed NXT call-ups, forgetting that Alexa Bliss was an NXT call-up. And she is the opposite of failed. She's been a part of some of the most major storylines in, in the WWE. And you, people are mad about it, too. People, of course, people are mad <laughs> yeah. about it. And they're like, oh, they skyrocketed her. But she was an NXT prospect. She was, like, on that NXT roster. Rhea Ripley, to me, has that same quality where you can just trust her. She's like a Charlotte Flair. You can just just go and, and do it. Apparently, Let me read this. Apparently, Ouch. Rhea got four earrings ripped out in her match with Io. That I, what I will say is I don't understand why she wears those earrings. So, as, <laughs> like she's got the whole ear, and it was like to me it was inevitable. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, look, we're talking about like SmackDown here. Elijah says Aria, Sasha, Bailey, B, uh, Bianca Belair. That sounds good for SmackDown. Billy Kay has potential, but to me that's like stacked com- compared to Raw. You know what I mean? I I feel like Raw. Just say Las Vegas, you know. Well. Well, Vega was on SmackDown. She just got traded to SmackDown. Good job, Brandon. Good job, Brandon. Oh, for two. Um, but yeah, yeah. But anyway, let's, let's actually talk about Zelina Vega. I think that is probably one of the biggest. You know, actually, you know what? Got a couple more things to talk about. I think I'll leave that uh, for the end. Um, I got one more thing to talk about before Zelina Vega. Uh, WWE is going to Tropicana Field, which is right behind us, obviously. Um, so Tropicana Field is now going to be the host of the WWE Thunderdome. Um, my problem with that is I read it. I was all excited. I was telling Brandon, I was like, oh my God, we're going to get the rumble and you know, we're going to get fans in there and we, we get to go my birthday, just full disclosure. My birthday is January 19th. So my favorite event has always been oh, the Royal Rumble. Because <laughs> Brandon's missed wishing me happy birthday for the last couple of years. So yeah, thank Yeah. Yeah, guys. Uh, so my birthday is January 19th, the same day as Pat Patterson who created the, the Royal Rumble. Um, I don't think it's coincidence that I like the Rumble. Like, that's my favorite event. Uh, so I was all excited. Like, oh, my God, we're going to get to go to the Rumble. But then I realized the press release that came out today said the WWE Thunderdome at Tropicana Field. And I was like, oh, my God, that means it's fucking digital. So we could be at the Rumble, but apparently in digital form. Um, I was hoping, like, maybe like a 10% <laughs> roster or 10% seating capacity, I should I say. Know, all seated throughout. Excited, man. I got excited, man. I thought, he was I thought like, we were man, good. We're going, there are going to be yeah. people in there. They're going to space yeah. us out. So people are asking when, when does it happen? It's happening December 11th. It's at least going to be for a month, probably further. But they had to move from the Mway Center because basketball starting back up. So uh, they can't use... But like, like the Magic's going to fucking get any past any playoffs. Anyway. Wow. <laughs> Leave the Magic, right? Gonna do it. I did. What then Dwight Howard left to the Lakers in 2011. <laughs> but anyway, I'm excited for Tropicana Field because I think we're gonna have some bigger screens to me for the Thunderdome. You can like really line it up at full of fans. Uh, I think it'll be cool. There's more possibilities in Tropicana Field to me. Um, I'm excited to see it. And a lot of people were like, "This is how I know they're not Floridians." They were like, "Oh my god!" But what about the the weather element? I'm like, it's a fucking dome. It's not an open air arena. It's Florida. They can't do open. We would die. We would die. Get rained on. Yeah. Right. During baseball season. <laughs> exactly. Okay. By the way, there's everybody's pretty much stayed during this episode. Thank you so much. Really appreciate that. Everyone's pr- pretty entertained. So, last two things I want to talk about. Um, first of all, Zelina Vega was released this week or, or last week, technically last Friday, from her WWE contract. 
Um, and this is where I hit conspiracy theorists maybe on this, but a lot of people were damning WWE, and a lot of people were like, you know, fuck WWE for for um, you know, not letting these superstars have their platforms. And I'm sure if you listen to this podcast, you've heard me be outspoken. And this is 2020. We need to, you know, let the talent have their stuff. I, that is, I'm of that opinion. But at the end of the day, Vince McMahon's writing the checks. If he doesn't want talent doing this stuff, then it's his company. You know what I mean? At, at the end of the day. Uh, so I will say that, you know. Um, and th- this is where, again, I tell people, like, don't believe everything you read or don't interpret it a certain way. So everyone's saying, oh, Zelina Vega created an OnlyFans. So WWE said bye-bye and released her ass. Um, by the way, yeah, so Daily's Daily's place is open air. Who 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 is saying that Daily's place isn't open air? We're talking about Tropicana, Tropicana Field. So who who the hell? Oh, we're talking about Florida. Okay, yeah, I was just I was so full disclosure on that actually. Let's talk about Daily's place. Brandon and I went to fight for the fallen in July, the hottest month of the year in Florida. Brandon <laughs> asked ask them how how much we suffered or tell them how much we suffered. Kenny was so angry. He he was like the ultimate hater of wrestling fandom in general that it day. It smelled like ass. <laughs> you such a hater, bro. I, it smelled like fucking ass. <laughs> and and I was literally like, you people need to take a fucking shower. These are supposed to be your people. Come on, Kenny. come on, come on, April. Here's come your on. cue. April has a catchphrase. <laughs> April has a catchphrase for this type of moment for wrestling fans. Has merchandise for this type of moment. I'll let you plug it in the chat. Go ahead. April says, wash your ass, okay? <laughs> wash your ass, wrestling fans. Please, for love of God. If you're going to an outdoor venue, especially, shower before. Shower before. <laughs> minimal body odor. Shower after. That is just social cues. That is for you, wrestling fans. Please. Um, but for the love of God, okay. Time for the main event. I remember hearing Brian Zane talk about this. Is where I'm like, what is your standpoint? Okay. Yeah, so let, let's continue to talk about Zelina Vega. My thing here is, my theory is that Zelina Vega was so angry at the initiative that she's like, I'm not giving up my fucking Twitch. To me, Zelina Vega might have created an OnlyFans knowing damn well it would breach her contract getting her released. That's my conspiracy theory right there. Like, do you know? There it is. Hashtag wash your ass from, from April there. Um... Do we know that WWE just let her go or do we or do we know if Selena Vega herself was just like fuck this company, let me find a way to get out? We don't know. So, I think maybe maybe she forced their hand on purpose. Basically, she was going to say either basically she probably went in there and said either they're going to listen to me and I'm going to make some change or they're going to fire my ass, and I make more money on Twitch than I make in WWE anyway, and I'll land on my feet elsewhere. <laughs> so she took a bet, is, is what I feel, and it obviously it, it didn't pay off in the WWE sense, but she can now go to another company. She's going to get, a lot of people don't realize this. They're like, oh, you know, what's she going to do for the next three months? WWE pays them for that 90-day, uh, you know, where they're off of TV. It's not like she's sitting at home not collecting a paycheck. She's collecting WWE pay, and now she can twi- do her Twitch for the next three months. But how crazy is that? Me and Brandon were talking about it. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, what is it? If she gets paid more on Twitch than she does in WWE, is it indicative of, holy crap, I can't believe you make that much money on Twitch? Or is it, holy crap, I can't believe you don't make that much money in WWE? And I had and a I theory, thought, but yeah. go ahead. Yeah. Yeah, no, I was saying, like, I thought she was probably getting paid 
fairly well on WWE because she was on TV so much. They were featuring her a lot. It looked like, you know, she was doing the thing with Asuka. It looked like they were positioning her to make, like, a big run. So I figured, all right, she's getting a lot of TV time there. She's getting paid a lot. Like, why would she risk throwing that away? Right. But then you were like, man, she probably makes more. My theory was that she came in at a lower contract because she came in as, like, manager, uh, as a manager. And you don't, I don't necessarily seeing them have bumped up her pay much when she became more active on the main roster. So to me, she might be still making that lower money that happened uh, or that she signed for in that non-active role. So that could possibly be, be why she was making more money um, on Twitch. That's again, that's my theory. I'm playing conspiracy theorists here, but um, I think so. So who knows? But who knows the no, answer? Yeah. Ultimately, Zelina Vega is talented. She will land on her feet. She's very personable, which is why she makes so much money on on, on Twitch. Like people just give her money for stuff while I produce this great content, <laughs> and I sit here and people just make fun God of me and they don't want they, don't, they abuse me. They, they want to give, give me five dollars. They only give me yeah. five dollars for it. True. Every time you say something about me, Zelina, give me a dollar. Let me feel good about myself. <laughs> Fuck, man. I'm just kidding. I'm totally kidding. Um, but I'm like, not really yeah. going broke. Are, are, <laughs> are you guys gonna sub to her uh, her OnlyFans? I mean, she do like cosplay and cool stuff I don't like know. that. Like, By the way, that? I've been watching. I've been watching a lot of Chappelle show on Netflix. That's why I said what I just said. Like, I've been watching way too much uh, Chappelle show that is now on Netflix. Um, but yes, yeah, Lena to AEW. I agree with that. I think she'll go ultimately go to AEW. But she can actually make a impact in impact wrestling you know what i mean i think she would actually be really good at impact in impact in my opinion uh going back there and really helping that women's division with the diana perrazzo especially with kylie ray missing now you know you can have uh diana perrazzo jordan grace uh sue young things like that and i think she could really really do well in impact um kyle says wow let's listen to kyle here bro her only fans is so expensive <laughs> <laughs> bro, she wants to give some fire content. That's what I'm saying. People are paying it, right? Assuming. I don't know. Brandon, Brandon will find much. out. I promise you, Brandon will find out before I'm gonna, I'm gonna next week's out. podcast. Okay, but one out. last thing we want to talk about, okay? Which this this is where I wanted to rant a little bit because a lot of people. We're ta- let's talk about Drew McIntyre winning the WWE title in a hell of a match against Randy Orton on Monday Night Raw. So he is now going to face. Big Daddy Roman at Survivor yes. Series in a match, a rematch that I've wanted to see because Daddy Brandon time. and I saw um, <laughs> Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 35 while well, we eating, eating our $70 sandwiches because that just, oh, oh, it's so oh, painful. Man. So painful uh, eating those $70 sandwiches, uh, roast beef sandwiches, not even steak. Yeah. And yeah, it was, I- I'm excited to see that. First of all, but going back to Drew McIntyre, everybody said how cool of a moment that was. There was consensus, cool moment, amazing match, really, really good stuff. And yet, everybody also started saying this. What what was this? Not everybody needs to go to AEW. There are plenty of wrestling (laughs) companies you can go to. I agree, but I disagree because the women's division can use Zelina Vega. Not everybody can go to AEW. I agree with that. But keep in mind, they, they've also lost some people, too. They've also released some people um, in the last couple months, too. So as with any wrestling company, you stack up and you kind of release who you don't use. Uh, hybrid 2. But <laughs> I hate the Hybrid 2. God. Uh, 
I love the hybrid too, and I hate them at the same time. It's weird. But anyway, Drew Mac, what are you doing, Brandon? Brandon gets starts reading the comments and he stops like <laughs> engaging in conversation with me. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to like keep it keep it together, but they're saying cool stuff over here, you know, in the chat. You always are. Which is why yeah. you should read it out loud as opposed out to just Brandon reads it, like reads it, looks down and reads it and stops talking to me. Three hundred. Wait, wait, three hundred? Who set three hundred dollars? For Zelina Vegas OnlyFans, <laughs> guys, I will I will send you a dick pic for much less. Mu I'm just kidding. Don't. Oh my god, this this episode's horrible. Yeah. But <laughs> Drew McIntyre, first of all, I think it's cool that Drew McIntyre has a really good dynamic with Sheamus, where they're one's a heel, yeah. one's a babyface, but they're still friends. I think ultimately Sheamus will turn on him, but that's a different story for a different day. But right now, it's a it's cool to see Drew McIntyre and Sheamus have a friendship that transcends their roles on the show. Like, it almost seems like a real-life friendship. And when he was talking about, you know, your mom would be so proud of you. And then he's like, let me bring you back something from your past. And he hands him the chest with the, like, not the Kenny Omega chest, but the uh, the chest, leather chest full of, um, you know, the kilt. And then he gave him the sword, you know, the Scott, the Scotsman sword. That was cool to see Drew McIntyre's character come full circle and to see him come out in the kilt and then put the sword down. Uh, it really felt like somebody going to war. And a lot of people, again, people just can't have anything nice. Um, people are like, why didn't they do that for WrestleMania? That's a WrestleMania entrance. Why are they wasting on this? Ultimately, he won his second WWE title, so it wasn't wasted. This was his shining moment. This was this was really, really good. You know what I mean? Um, who's saying I'm cut off? That's okay. Let's just keep going. Um, but yeah, it's like, it, it's a really good segment. Um, really good entrance. It built over the night. And ultimately ended up with Drew McIntyre winning the WWE title. So now let's ask the question again. Why did Drew McIntyre have to lose the WWE title? This is the problem I have with wrestling fans. They don't understand that to have nice things in life, you have to not have nice things to appreciate them. If you only have nice things always, 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 you're going to be disappointed. And the example that I used is like Valentine's Day, where you act like you forgot to get your wife a gift. Honey, I forgot to get you a gift. I'm so sorry. And she's all pissed off at you. And you've done wrong. And this is the worst thing that you could ever do. Knowing damn well that later on in the night, you're going to take her to dinner. And you're going to, you know, you got these violinists here to play. You got these roses planned. You got candles. You got all these things. So now the moment means more because she was so, she went all the way this, this way. That now when you take her back this way, it means so much more like, oh, you bastard, you, you know, you, you tricked me, you know, that sort of thing. And it's more endearing. So I want people to realize that if Randy Orton hadn't beaten Drew McIntyre for the WWE title at Hell in a Cell, we would have never gotten that moment of Drew McIntyre's redemption. We had to be taken down to be taken back up. So literally, let's, let's say Drew McIntyre did not lose the, the WWE title at fucking Brandon's Distract Me. Go ahead, Brandon, read it. <laughs> he says, Brandon, can we talk about how many WF wrestlers lost the belt and won it back? Right. I, yeah, right. I mean... It happened in the Attitude Era all the time. I actually made that point. It, it is... Sure. It happened all the time in our precious Attitude Era. How many times did Stone Cold lose the title and win it back? But he was still the top of the top of the card. He lost it to Kane, won it back the next night. You know what I mean? It was... It, you gotta do these things sometimes. And... 
I, again, I let's let's say in what if land. So Drew McIntyre doesn't lose the WWF or WWE title to um, Randy Orton and Hell in a Cell. The same match happens with the same moments. Doesn't mean anything. So Drew McIntyre mm-hmm. goes into as the WWE champion. Same thing happens with Sheamus giving him the 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 kilt and gives him the sword and things like that. Does that moment mean shit when Drew McIntyre is holding up the WWE title at the end of the night? No, because he was the WWE champion to begin with. Now you have a situation where Randy Orton won it. We didn't expect him to lose it so soon. We expected Randy Orton maybe to go into the Rumble with, anyway, with, right. with this title. So when Drew McIntyre won it, it was so unexpected that it's like, holy shit. Wow, I'm really <laughs> grateful for this. Yes, Kenny's a hopeless romantic for pro wrestling stories. Yes, I agree. I am. Damn it, love exists. Um, but seriously... Right. Go ahead. Good. I was going to say, at least for, you know, a shock factor, was it kind of a good idea? You know, yes. you tune in the raw, you want to see something, you know, the different last happen, time I'm expecting. The yeah. last time the WWE title changed hands was in 2015 when Roman had that big moment where he punched out um, Vince McMahon and won it back from Sheamus. And the fans cheered him. It was the first time in a while the fans erupted for Roman Reigns. And look, so, okay, so I hear, I see people saying no, Randy Orton shouldn't have gotten three shots. See, this is where again I understand. I ultimately understand what WWE did. If Drew McIntyre had lost it the first two times, what does that do for the Drew McIntyre character? When Randy Orton won, it was after trying and trying and trying again, and it it makes Randy Orton look good because Randy Orton can beat him by shenanigans. Drew McIntyre is the guy they need to build. Randy Orton could do nothing wrong. He's built. He's a star. So Randy Orton was there to put Drew McIntyre over. How much does it mean to the Drew McIntyre character if it took fucking three matches for him to lose the title? And then on the rematch, Drew McIntyre whooped his ass and won the title Mm -hmm. back. We got a star made out of that. Randy Orton made Drew McIntyre in this situation a lot more than Brock Lesnar did. By dropping the title to him the first time. So this was... A lot of people don't realize. Sometimes the first the first WWE title run is a litmus test. The second time is the established main eventer spot. CM Punk, the first time he won the World Heavyweight title. It was like, oh, cool. Punk's in the main event. The second time when he beat Jeff Hardy for the title, it was like, Punk's a main event guy. That's our fucking guy. That's the next guy. Bret Hart did it. Bret Hart won the WWE title in, in 1992. It was like, cool, he beat Ric Flair. The second time he won it at WrestleMania 10, and he was holding it up at the end of the night, it was like, that's our guy. That is our new guy here. So same thing. It's like, look, and then look, perfect, perfect. I love this, Diego. Daniel Bryan going through struggles led to that awesome moment at WrestleMania 30. Same with Kingston at 35. You get what I mean. I compared it to that in that sense of like, you have to have them falling from, you know, from glory to be able to get picked back up. In those cases, those were more of slow burns, especially Kofi. Um, but same thing with Daniel Bryan. He would won the world title already, but it was such a short run, uneventful run. The second time he won it, we're like, here is a main eventer. Here is our guy. And people right. don't understand that. It's like, again, you get the litmus test and then you get the full on experiment. Kenny's no, right. Orton's a 14 time <laughs> world champion. We asked WWE to push new stars, but now they do. It's a complaint. Thank you. That is exactly what I'm saying. Exactly what I'm saying. Chris Benoit too. Yeah, you want to? I know you're just saying that for shits and giggles, but yeah, Chris Benoit went through that redemption story too. So did Eddie Guerrero. Go on, Brandon. 
Yeah, I was saying, does it does it make for a better dynamic in a match to have it? So it's kind of like you got a f- clear face in Drew McIntyre versus sort of you know your tweener and Reigns, and to have sort of a heelish Orton going up against it's supposed to be a heel Reigns too. I feel like there's a random question. What was I have to do with Isaac? Well, I'm saying like since you since you had the title on Orton anyway, okay, like yeah, you wouldn't you want to switch it anyway since you're going to end up having the match against Roman? Yeah, at the yeah, yeah. Reigns versus Orton would have made sense because Roman Roman would have started getting cheered, and then it's like, well, you're trying to build him as a heel. Now you have the strongest babyface in the company, arguably, versus the strongest heel in the company, arguably. By the way, guys, we're almost done. Please hit that like button. Please help us out. It helps us out in the search. If you like this content, you thought this was a good episode. Um, and Hollis says this has nothing to do with new stars when doing Orton versus McIntyre. I disagree completely. McIntyre is still a new star. N- despite what anybody wants to say, yes, he's had the years, the chosen one, but he left the company, <laughs> got brought back to NXT, and he's a relatively new star to the main event because his run didn't start till the, till the Royal Rumble. The earliest I'll give it is December 2019 is when Randy Orton, um, or sorry, when Drew McIntyre started really coming into his own and being given the ball. So I disagree that he's not a main eventer or or that he's not a new star, I should say. Um, A new star doesn't necessarily have to mean that somebody shows up on the main roster, AJ Styles, like AJ Styles did and just win the title. That's not a new star. Sometimes there's got to be a little bit of a build. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Thank you, Diego. 11 people left the <laughs> chat there. Only three likes. I agree with you. Help us out, guys. Um, yes. But yeah, so ultimately, I just feel like a lot of people, it's, it's like a metaphor for life sometimes. People don't understand that to appreciate the good, you know, for example, and, and this is a personal story, but it's true. Um, and I don't want this to sound like I'm bragging. Starting to be a little bit successful financially in my endeavors, in my mortgage endeavors, things are getting better. I'm really grateful for that because I also remember having negative $20 in my bank account two years ago when I started this podcast, trying to make it seem like I was doing well. Mentally, I was doing really bad, eating tuna, um, you know, me and me and the mother of my child split and things were bad. I went through all of that, but I had to go through all of that so that when tomorrow my big check for my mortgage for the last loan that I closed, which was a friend of ours, by the way, congrats to Keith, Keith Odell, who's actually been Mm. on this podcast. He just bought a house. Um, Now, when I see that show up in my bank account, I'm going to be like, Oh my God, I can't believe this. But because I know that struggle, it also means that I do things for more people. Like today or at um, my other job, my part-time, Bought one of the girls lunch. She said, hey, can you get me, grab me something? I said, don't pay me back. I got you. <laughs> I was kidding. And uh-huh. just being a nice person. You see Brandon uh-huh. thinking, yeah, trying yeah, to get yeah, in everyone's pants. But just bought her lunch. Not because I think she's poor, but because I'm like, you know, pay this forward. You know, I remember being broke, so I'm going to pay it forward. And maybe, you know, it'll help her pay it to somebody else who might be going through something. You know, it's a snowball effect, things like that. It just makes me think that um, I'm really grateful uh, really grateful for for what hap- for what happens in my life. That's all. So tying it back is like, yeah, you have to have bad things happen for you to appreciate the good. Okay, that is ultimately what I will leave you on, Brandon. Any other thoughts? Any other Brandon for your thoughts before we go? You know what, everybody? I was that one just like 
Uh, <laughs> we got haters. Look, I'm I've like, always said if you don't have haters <laughs> that you're doing something wrong because not everybody's supposed to like you. <laughs> she was about to a Kenny in her a Kenny in your pants. What the hell was that? I'll have to go back and listen to this topic because I think it might be the most important lesson out of this podcast since I started listening back in July earlier in the year. I appreciate uh, that. Um, yeah, ultimately, I know I, I always really get leery about doing stuff like that, like and sounding braggy or preachy, but I always get really good comments and I appreciate that. It just really is my mindset of like, you know, you know, I'm not going to give examples, but you know, I've done stuff for people and they don't know it was me. You know, I've, uh, there was a, a friend of mine, I won't mention her name, but she was, uh, going through some struggles, some hard times kind of thing. And I, I remember she just liked Starbucks and I sent through her friend sent her a gift card um for starbucks for a week or something like that and i said i don't know why i just felt compelled to just can you give that to her and don't tell her it was me and it's because i don't want it i didn't want it to be what brandon thinks which is what? i'm trying to get in her pants i just no, literally wanted not. her to feel because she was going through some shit that there is good in this world and that people care that's what i wanted this wasn't about kenny getting something back from it my repayment will be the energy that i put into the universe and me doing good that'll come back to me yeah for her it was literally like as long as i make you smile and you feel like people care then we're good that's a true story that's a true i'm not just saying that for the podcast that was mm -hmm. back in july or so um but anyway yeah when well, you whine to us in DMs about how terrible an episode is. Now, the funny part is, I know this was a good episode. I really will say that, that this is a good episode. I, I know this one. Fernan you see, this is why I said it, I was surprised that Fernando said something positive. Do you see? Do you see how negative Fernando is? Oh my god, I'm like losing my voice now. I'm so, I'm so upset. He's the one dislike. Here's the there's the one dislike on our episode right there's Fernando. Do me a favor, counteract Fernando right now by subscribing, hitting that like button because I don't know why there's one dislike from Fernando in the chat. Please help us out. Let's change the ratios, okay? All right. We got ratioed by Fernando. And, and Hollis is right. Hollis is right. You know, I do say stuff in our. Uh, personal chat sometimes that are a little negative because yes what hollis said fernando we are always our own worst critics sometimes i i'm like that was the worst episode ever even though everyone else liked it because i always want to do better and that's just my mentality guys so i always i apologize if i've ever shit on an episode and you think it was awesome i i don't mean to you know shit in your oatmeal and call it blueberries but <laughs> yeah, where that come from <laughs> but uh you know it's true i am my own biggest critic sometimes so brandon thank you so much for being on this podcast we are remember what? you're in breaching contract of uh for starting hey. an only fan so it was good mean? but well let's leave you with our manscape song yes getting ready for a date now i'm in the zone but i had to clean up quick before i hit the road Normal clippers mess me up. Nixon cuts were just too much. Now I'm bleeding everywhere. They're itching on me too. Every sleepless night. Got too much hair down there. I need to mow it down. Gotta stay clean to bear. But there's a better way. And now I can shave these things. This much I know is true. 
use Manscaped to shave your pubes, and you'll be silky smooth.